All right, everyone, welcome today to the category mistake. I have no idea what episode. I think it's like 14, 13, 13 and a half. I think you're 15. 15, okay. So the gentleman sitting next to me and the people who are listening online without a picture mm-hmm. is uh, Jack slash Jonathan Brown. He is my son-in-law, this a man correct. of many talents, none of which he will show tonight. Oh, I thought they going to say are, are useful. <laughs> uh, useful is a strong word. Let's not go there. <laughs> So tonight we're trying something. We're actually going to be on Twitch doing Mm -hmm. a live podcast along with a recorded one that will be online Mm -hmm. at some time before the end of my life, which looking at my watch could be sooner than later. So tonight we're going to talk about movies Mm -hmm. and the emotional turmoil that movies put on our bodies, our minds, our spirits, and whatever soul he has. And if you're looking mm-hmm. online, you can see he's kind of gingerish. So his soul has been stolen. Um, it's okay. I I've got like four backups. Four backups. At any, least. Are any of them my children? No, no. They've been good to me. Oh, that's too bad. I'll have to talk to them. So tonight we're talking about movies. And so I gave Jack a lovely task. I told him, hey, you need to watch some movies before mm-hmm. you come on this podcast with me. Because listen. Yeah, you kind of suck at things, and, and I think it'd be hilarious to put you online and show people how crazy you are. Oh, I've made a fool <clears> of <throat> myself online before. You're way late to the party. <clears throat> yes, but see, now I get to spread you to new people. True. It's kind of like coronavirus, Ebola, oh, I think it's like the an Spanish STD. flu. That too. I don't know what, I don't want to say STD. You are married to my daughter. <clears throat> no, I'm clean. I just showered. You're clean from STDs because you showered? Yeah, the water washes it away. Oh, is that how that works? Exactly. Hmm. They should try that in New Jersey. <laughs> the, they, they bathe in the river water, so it, it just collects. It's Do you want to call that water? Because I, I don't know. <laughs> um, I've driven by there and I'm like... Fondue? I'm thinking, you know, Simpsons, Three-Eyed Fish... Something's going on in New Jersey. Didn't they eat the three-eyed fish in one episode? Yeah, but it's fine. It's 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 fine. It's okay. It's no okay. problem. No problem. So, Jack, do you remember the movies I asked you to watch? I did. Give me one. Let's start with just the first one that you can remember. The first one was Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Now, my opinion on Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Before you start, no, go please. It's your show. It is. An absolute train wreck. <laughs> in space. Barely in space. <laughs> Actually, mostly in space. Well, you got the Luke part, and then you got the space with the Hodor. And the, with, with with the Hodor and, you know, the White Walkers. Yes. Well, the Hodor maneuver, you know, the yeah. you know, blowing up spaceships by running out of gas. Um, nowhere in Spar- Star Wars have we ever ridden, ran out of gas before, but all of a sudden... We do. Right. I mean, I don't know how you run out of gas. It's like when you're playing the games, like, oh, I'm out of ammo. I'm like, you're shooting lasers. Do you really need ammo for this? But I whatever. don't know. I mean, according to Star Wars now, you now. need gas and ammo. I mean, this is just like the world we're living in now. Yes, but it's all off the, the California coast coming from China, just sitting there, just chilling. I wonder what the Californian space would be. Um, a trash heap? I was going to say, maybe like the lower slums of Coruscant. Like the lower, lower slums, like where the Mandalorian Well, Coruscant go. actually would be a perfect place for like a California setting. Because you get like, 
the nice part of Coruscant, like you could say the L.A. or the Hollywood. Stay in frame. So you got to stay in frame. I'm in frame. There you go. Don't they have like three quarters of my face. That's a, I mean, that's a good day. I barely look like looking at one fifth of your face. But anyway, keep going with and Coruscant. you're subjecting your people to this. I, I have nothing else better to do on a Tuesday night. Do you? Nah. Nah, exactly. Nah. <clears throat> so what did you think about The Last Jedi? When I first saw it, it was... I was... It was 2017, because 2015 was Force Awakens, 2016 mm-hmm. was Rogue One, and Force Awakens wasn't perfect. I did think at the time it was very much almost cut, copy, paste of A New Hope. Oh, it was. It's not a bad thing, but it's just like, oh, I was hoping for something. We have all this time between episodes three and this. So I thought we could met some newer material, but I think it's still the strongest of the sequels. I mean, if you go from Return of the Jedi to this, you've got like 30 years. Yes, but... So you would think that... That's space years. Yes, space years. But here's a big difference if you think about it. Mm -hmm. George Lucas for six episodes, Mm -hmm. not George Lucas for the last three. And that's that's part of the problem, I would say, It's Disney-fied. Not even the fact that it's Disney-fied. My biggest problem was it was... It was not Judd Apatow. Why am I thinking Judd Apatow? It was, what's his name? Who directed it? Yeah, it was J.J. Abrams. Thank you, it was Jay. J.J. Abrams did seven, mm-hmm. and that was fine. That was, I'm like, okay, okay, I can see where this is going. And then we cut to Ryan Johnson. Who's a hot mess of stupid. Yeah, it was in eight, which is just, he's like, let's do this in a whole new direction. And it's like, why? We have like plot and set up. And then J.J. Abrams comes back for nine, and he's like, I, I want to kind of correct a lot of stuff that happened in eight, which even then at that point, there's still a lot of missing points. But I remember seeing bits and pieces of a what would have been the script for Colin Trevorrow's nine, because he was supposed mm. to do it. And that if that was going to go the way the script was, that would have been amazing. But... Disney but, stepped in. Yes. Just like they did with Solo. Mm-hmm. You know, they made, you know, one director I, go away and then they brought in Ron Howard, Opie. <laughs> Opie, you know. I never had a problem with from Solo. From the Andy Griffith I liked, show. I liked Solo. Starring Ronnie Howard. Yeah. He's not even Ron Howard. He's Ronnie Howard. Yeah. And then he goes to Happy not Days. Douglas Hauser. Doogie Hauser. He loses his hair, so he quits Happy Days. Mm-hmm. And then he becomes a director, and they, he has to save Solo, a Star Wars story. I didn't think Solo was that bad. Well, that's because, I don't know, I, I, I it's okay. Yeah. It's it's not something, I paid to watch it, because I'm one of those people. Well, but it was looking in the back, movies, so yeah. I think we all paid to watch what it. What I'm saying is I, I, I could watch it on Disney Plus now as part of my subscription, and we're good. Well, yeah, but that's not five years later. But no, but I you digress. know, at the time, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give Ronnie Howard a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I gave him a chance. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of Solo? Um, It was very bland. It was very watered down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Chewbacca could have been much more violent. He really could have. You know, and Solo could have been less of a twerp. Twerpy? He was like a spoiled brat. I would say it's spoiled. It's not fair. 
It's like, come on, man. Well, I mean, looking back at Harrison Ford's Han Solo, he wasn't very just, I'll stay in my lane and I'll just, well, I don't know if it's stay in my lane, but he wasn't very go with the flow. He was always riding against the grain. Yes, but this solo just made me feel like, okay, um, he doesn't get his way, so he's going to steal, beg, borrow, and steal to get his way. And when he doesn't get his way, he's going to you know, pound his fists on the table and say, wah, 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 all the way home. I mean, that kind of reminds me of Luke pretty much four and most of five. Yeah, well, Luke was also 18 years old, an orphan. His Come to find out his dad is the evil Sith Lord who killed everybody. And his only mentor got cut in half by his father. So, you know, there's some daddy issues there. There is some daddy issues, but Han didn't have, like, the perfect life either. It's like, I live on Corellia. It's like, that's nice. You make nice ships and horrible dwellings with mud snake people. Yes, but don't we all love a good mud snake person? Only at my massage. 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 Yeah, I like it in my sauce. Wow. I want to know what you're doing at your massages to get that in your sauce. I just get lost in it. That's the problem. Okay. So, Last Jedi, give me give me some perspective here. When I first saw it, I was still riding that Star Wars high. Like, I like Seven. I'm like, all right, we can see where we go with this. Rogue One came out. Rogue One was phenomenal. Rogue One was great. I loved it. Yes, it, it gave some story to the Death Star. Yes. And the nuance of the Death Star. So, yes, that was good. A non-Jedi or Sith-sided story was refreshing. And I thought, I'm not going to, I don't know how I feel about it. But they executed it phenomenally. I was very happy with it. So, I was kind of writing like that Rogue One. And, like, I was also watching Clone Wars at the time, which is a great show. Yeah. And so, I see episode eight. And I know... I was letting my optimism get the best of me. That was a bad choice. It really was. Because I remember I was, I first, my first skeptical thing was when, when the TIE pilots by Kylo Ren shoot the bridge of the cruiser and Leia flies out into space. I'm like, she really should have had a better death, a, re- a better send off. And then she uses the force. Which I'm not upset with her using the Force. It's like, it could have been done better, but it was never out of the question. Okay. But it's just like, oh, we're going to fly back in, and then I'm going to be comatose for the rest of the the two movies. And it's like, and And I guess it would be okay if... Um... If anywhere in Star Wars lore you had seen a Jedi flying through space using the floor force without a ship, I think that's happened. I don't know enough about Star Wars to like pinpoint it exactly. But so I why does Emperor Palpatine use a ship? Couldn't he just be like, "I'm flying through space. Here I go." But maybe no. dramatic purposes. Dramatic. Yeah, Darth Vader has always been dramatic. Darth Vader's been dramatic because he's got a breathing machine that, you know, they kind of put out going, well, that's cool, let's go. But that's the thing. Also, in Rogue One at the Darth Vader bridge scene. That was the best scene in the whole movie. It really was. But also, you notice. Six minutes of death. Oh, it's insane. But you also notice when 
when he's boarding and it's just him on there with all the rebellion and they're trying to figure out like what's going on. It's all black. We can't he- see or hear anything. His breathing apparatus, his panel would normally have the lights on. He manually made sure that was off just so he could get the dramatic effect of just his red lightsaber illuminating the room just to scare the hell out of everybody. And it worked. It worked phenomenally, but he's always had a flair for drama. It's still Anakin Skywalker. In but there. he's the worst force user out of the in the whole world. Anakin? Oh, absolutely. He was not the worst. No, listen. Okay. How bad of a force user can you be when you are in a room mm-hmm. with the doors closed? Okay. And your daughter is two feet away from you. And you've run into her multiple times, and the four and she's a force user. As a force, she's not tra- at that point no, she wasn't she trained still, in the force. She doesn't matter. She's force sensitive. Listen, Qui Gon could pick up the kid. That mm-hmm. kid Anakin had had Jedi powers. Leia mm-hmm. was stronger than Luke in the force, according to doctrine. You're telling me that I don't know about that, but if it, mm-hmm. you're telling me. Darth Vader, the all-powerful Sith. I am your father's uncle's best friend's next-door neighbor. You're telling me he couldn't figure out Mm -hmm. that Leia Organa, the daughter, quote-unquote daughter, of a man that he used to hang out with that was Biffles with Yoda and Mm Obi-Wan that magically appeared at the same time Padme was supposed to deliver to deliver a child. Magically shows up two feet away from you. Mm-hmm. Is a force per, has the force has the use of the force. Metaclorians, we all love them. I take my daily dosage. I'm glad you do. <laughs> You're telling me mm-hmm. that man, quote unquote man, because he was more machine than man. He was a cyborg. Yeah, he was something special. Or special. Okay. <laughs> You're telling me he could not tell mm-hmm. that that was his daughter. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say in the defense of him that as in as be powerful beings in the dark side often tend to be, they can be blinded by the dark side of the force. Blinded by the dark side of the force. All right. So the only one worse with a force use than Darth Vader mm-hmm. is Emperor Palpatine. Because listen, okay. he also hung out with Princess Leia all the time in the Senate. You he mean was Padme? Ch- no. Princess Leia was a senator. Yeah. He was a head of the Senate. He was the emperor. He spent time with Princess Leia. She says in A New Hope, I see that the Emperor has let you off your leash. Oh, that's right. So the she, has met, she has met the Emperor before. Mm-hmm. The Emperor, the one that can foresee all, has no idea. How, how great... I think Emperor has an idea, but being the Emperor, he just tends to keep his stuff to himself. See, and he would make sense if he was going to tell Darth Vader's like, oh, your wife died in childbirth, so naturally, your children died as well. Or your child. But he didn't tell him that. He said, you killed her. 
Not in the movies, but I think in the comics we get that because in the comics we get the scene where Darth Vader gets uh, hires Boba Fett to track down the man who exploded the Death Star, being Luke. And he's like, he goes by the name of Skywalker. And there's this whole panel where like Darth Vader is furious and he cracks all the glass in front of him. Yes. And he's but, just like, oh, so I I have a child. But do you know where the last name Skywalker comes from? Where? Oh, look at that. I know something he doesn't. Go me. You know a lot Go of me. things. I know so, not a lot. If you read the Thrawn mm-hmm. books. I have not yet. Okay. So Thrawn, blue-eyed, blue-skinned guy, red blue eyes. Blue-eyed, red eyes. Okay. Very handsome. Okay. So the people who lead his ships... They're force users. Okay. And they're usually girls. And they're usually younger than 16. And they're called Skywalkers. Really? They they can pilot a ship through hyperspace without a computer by using the force. They are called Skywalkers. Mm-hmm. And where do you, you know, the names maybe sound familiar at all? No? A little. A little. touch. Yeah, a little. Yeah. Okay. And this is, this this name came from Knights of Old Republic all the way to Thrawn now. Mm-hmm. So, it's an old name given to Force users who walk the sky. Who are pilots. Yeah. And Anakin was always a phenomenal pilot. And so wasn't Luke. Yeah, he was a good one. He was a good one. Well, we never. He flew into a Death Star. Yeah. Okay. Flew I'm not saying he's bad. I'm just saying okay. we never get in line like, oh, Luke's such a great pilot or whatever. But yeah, he is. He does get piloting skill from his father and the Force. Oh, so now, yeah. Okay. So the last name Skywalker mm-hmm. is taken from that. Okay. So I didn't if know you think that. about it, you go. Again, I don't like the blue milk. And Last Jedi. Oh, the green milk? Whatever. I thought it was blue, but, you know, <laughs> colors. I also don't like mm-hmm. how they killed Luke. Yeah. That was, that was so stupid. I didn't like that, but I did like the last scene with Luke on Crate. Yes, but it's still... No, but the end, the when he died, it was just I like, know. it's... Ugh. It's just asinine. It's and stupid. when they killed Snoke... I was so hyped. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh my god, they killed Snoke. Who's gonna be the bad guy? It's like, oh, okay, it makes sense that Kylo Ren would take over. But it's just like, oh, that's great. Now they're teaming up, and I thought that fight was the best fight. The whole choreography, or actually, now that I see, go back and look at it, the lack of choreography. Yes. Throughout the entire sequel trilogy, which is my least favorite part of the whole thing. Well, yeah, my least favorite part of the thing is. It's not Ray being a girl Jedi. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Jedi, I don't care what you are as long as you show up. Um, they had the chance to really push the gray Jedi. They did, yeah. And they kind of just said, uh, no. Ah, screw it, she's a Palpatine. We might piss off somebody. So what? Piss them off. You pissed off more people by doing what they did. Our fanboys that go to Disney Con and Star Wars Con might be upset with us. Suck it up, cupcake. Get over it. And what's worse is 
they had so many chances to make her Obi's daughter, Obi Wan Kenobi's granddaughter, mm-hmm. or because Obi Wan Kenobi had a lady friend. Where's the teen? Yeah. Yep. That was, oh. Luke had her daughter. Oh yeah. He could. She could have been his. Yeah, but I kind of like the fact that she wasn't a Skywalker. It's like, yes, I know the whole trilogy and whole but song Palpatine and everything. But Palpatine is also a Skywalker. Who do you think Anakin's dad really was? Yeah, yeah. When you the whole like life bringing life into Shmi. Shmi. Sorry, just like the name. Shmi. Shmi. Oh, Shmi. Shmir. Schmear, Schmee. She got, she got one smeared. of the... She got that, smeared. That is a word for it. Yes, she got smeared in the desert. She got jacked up. I mean, it was like, dude, just... You couldn't have let her, like, die with honor? Nope, she died in the hole, basically. Ooh. Yeah. All right, so what was the next movie? Give me another one. The The Hobbit. The Desolation of Smog. 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 Okay, so what do you think of this lovely adventure film that they made three movies from one book? It was, despite the fact that it's like, all right, we got one book, we're going to pace it out into three movies. It still felt immensely rushed. Like, we're going from scene to scene, which is like, oh, we got we to gotta get to the, the dwarves, and like, the I don't remember, because I didn't care about The Hobbit as much as Lord of the Rings, but it's like, Oh, the the very the the lead handsome dwarf is is turning evil because gold and greed. But now we go back to the goblins and the orcs, and now we're in the elves, and the elf king is kind of a high hat, a douche, a grade A douche. He's I like, mean, like super douche. Like he should wear a t shirt. Well, yeah, with like an SD on his chest. <laughs> yeah. What's your name, super douche? Yes. A little T in the middle. Yeah. But it just it felt very jumpy from point to point, and I didn't see the last Hobbit movie, but I saw. That's my, okay. You don't need to. I don't need to. No, because we're like, oh my god, Smog, he's the whole thing. Why we're here? Because a freaking dragon, and it's like that was pretty cool. I like the scene where Bilbo and Smog are like talking. It was some nice monologuing between those two. Benedict Cumberbatch and his friend. So between Sherlock Holmes and Watson yet again, because mm-hmm. you know they play the they same. did in Sherlock. Yeah, which was they were a pretty good show. together, so they they should know how to talk to one another. They've done it a few times. Yes, I thought I it mean, was good, but then the whole now they're Marvel characters together. Okay. Oh, that's right. He's a CIA agent. Yeah, he's, yeah. But um, and it's just like he's like, I'm gonna go rain hellfire on the village, and then you start the t- movie, the third movie, ten minutes in, and apparently he dies, and then that's it for him. Yep. And like, then what's the rest of the movie for? Literally nothing. (laughs) I mean, here's my... The dwarves take back the mountain and they have to reset the economy. Here's my problem. Mm -hmm. And, you know... I'm going to scooch in a bit more. I'm out of frame. Yeah, it's okay, you know. That's okay. So here's my problem with Smoke and The Hobbit in general. Yep. They took... See... So the BBC made a Hobbit cartoon like in the 70s. Where there's a whip, there's a way. There's a something. Okay. And there's a shmee. There's a shmee. And Tolkien's family, bless their souls, they made a lot of money off Lord of the Rings. They did. They did. did. It was great. And then Peter Jackson's like, you know, I really want to make the Hobbit. And they're like, you know, no. 
Yeah. And he's like, well, what if I... No. No. Well, what if I... Oh, now that you met... No. No. And then finally he's like, how about we give you all of the money (laughs) and you just let me make it anyway? Well, okay. It's what he would have wanted. No. It isn't. (laughs) Because here's what I noticed on all three of the movies, and mostly in Schmog. Mm -hmm. Schmog bothered me for one reason. The one reason was this. Why are you now... Peter Jackson. Peter? Peter. Peter Jackson. Mr. Jackson. Little Peter. He mm-hmm. focused so much on the visual. It looked... He, it was a very visual... The crap out of it. It was a very visually it pleasing sucked. movie. But that's it. It sucked. Yeah. If I wanted to watch a pretty, pretty picture, I'd go to a freaking museum, people. If I wanted a pretty picture, I would have watched the original Lord of the Rings. You know, he made... Oh, I made it in higher def film. A higher frame rate. I don't care. Okay? Take your high frame rate and smoke it. I don't care. I mean, he probably did. Yeah. I mean, if you make a billion dollars, you can smoke pretty much anything you want. Yeah, it's not hard to find. You know, but it really is frustrating because I I like the books. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good book. A book, a good singular book, not it's three good. movies. And they they added like you know they added Legolas mm-hmm. to do a lot more even though Legos wasn't in the book. And he was really he was an asshole in that too. He was a complete pile of crap. He was just like oh. I'm going to be like my dad. I'm like, we don't like your dad. We liked you in the other movies. The good movies. Yeah, now I'm like, ah, screw you. I'll do what I want. Yeah. And it just, it upset me because, you know, I, I want more. I want more people. How dare you and as a person have so wants and needs? Here's what I would do if I was Peter Jackson. One, I would apologize to every human being on the planet. Mm-hmm. I would say, listen, I made three amazing movies that last about 26 hours if you watch all the extended cuts. And which Lord is the arguably Rings. the greatest trilogy of movies of all time. Arg- top, arguably. Top three. Okay. <laughs> Number one, the first, uh, first one. First trilogy, Star Wars. Second one, Godfather. Was part three really that good? No, but one and two made up for it. Okay. Okay. Like we don't need Ewoks, but we have them, so we have to count stuff because four and five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sidetrack a little bit. I can understand. I can understand. That's my specialty. It is. I can understand why people get upset at the Ewoks, but I'm not. I I don't mind the Ewoks. No, it's perfect. But they didn't even mention it, other than okay, how do you get a full size human's clothes that fits a princess? Female, unless you already ate another one. Actually, they're not even. They wouldn't be cannibals. Well, they're they're they eat they're predatory. Humans. They're predatory, but they're cute and they sell dolls. And Hasbro loves them. Um. So Star Wars Godfather, then Lord of the Rings. Now he makes this beautiful trilogy storyline. Great. Now, of course, he has to skip a bunch because if you go by the books, you're docking like you'd have like forty four days per book. It's crazy. But he does a good job connecting the dots and making it work. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to The Hobbit. The Hobbit as a book isn't as long as The Fellowship as of the Rings no. as a book. 
aren't also aren't I know the movies were separated into two parts a lot, but weren't was it it was just my imagination or was the Fellowship of the Ring books also separated into two separate parts? Fellowship of the Rings, Two Towers, and and Return, Return of the, the King. King were three books. Just individually in total. Yes. Okay. So three books, three movies. Makes but sense. Big right? books. Yes. You have The Hobbit, which is like 180 pages. Oh, that's a day's read easy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's make six hours of movies with them. Multiple movies. Okay. Which, again, six hours, great. I get it. Six hours if you did it, and you did it precisely great. Mm-hmm. But you're adding characters, you're adding special effects, you're adding things you don't need. Why? Because Legolas was in the Lord of the Rings, and people like Legolas. They want to be able I remember him. I know him. He's the guy with the hair. No crap. (laughs) He's got hair. Also, I want to remember what you're saying about characters. I keep seeing characters... Almost at the end of the movie, they keep throwing in new characters. Like, I'm supposed to pay attention and care about this person and then this person. It's like, I already got, like... 13 the Scottish, the, the Scottish best friend's next door neighbor's cousin. And and their podiatrist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. It's just like, I, it's hard enough taking care of 13 hobbits. And 13 dwarfs. 12 dwarfs and a hobbit. 12 dwarfs and a hobbit. You're correct. The lucky, the lucky 13. Yes. Yes. No, no, no. That's right. It was 13 dwarfs and the 14th being a hobbit because he was the lucky because yep. he broke the 13th. They have all these characters and they're like, you know what? Marketing. We need... Uh, we so, need the corrupt mayor. We need someone with a Scottish accent. Which the third Which movie, I'm happy about representation. Don't I'm, get me wrong. I'm glad. I'm glad you feel included. You're not being triggered by a movie. That's good because, you know, we're all about triggering here. I'm I'm good. You know, so, triggering is my, my so that movie word. triggered me a lot because I was really wanted it to be good and then it sucked. Mm-hmm. All right, so next movie. Now I haven't seen it recently, but I did see it, and the third movie you said was Spider Man Three, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man Venom with vet with with Topher Grace's Venom. Venom. We have James Franco as Venom. Goblin Jr. Goblin Jr. James Franco, perfect role for him. Not quite good, but not bad. What was it? It was that one scene where he's eating the pie. He's like, how's the pie? He's like, so good. Well, what I don't get... So, you have a Spider-Man movie and his best friend, Goblin Jr., gets amnesia... It forgets who he is. Well, I think it happened in the comics, but they did a really poor job. Well, it. they reference no, they reference something like that in the Spider-Man yes. PS4 game. Yes, but we're talking like they played it up really poorly. The acting was horrible. I mean, James Franco, great actor. If you want, you know, a crappy movie with, if you, you want know, something stupid to laugh at, if you want to to watch, be a seventeen-year-old watching do. a stupid movie, mm-hmm. James Franco. James Franco, Seth Rogen, those are your men. If you want actual acting, don't pick James Franco. Don't now, pick Seth Rogen. Franco, if you're if you ever listen to this or watch this, I don't like you, man. I liked you in Freaks and Geeks. I don't like you at all. Oh, you're a horrible wow. individual, and I really think you falling down a hole would not hurt my feelings at all. I'd be a little upset. I wouldn't at all. I wouldn't even like 
do an in memoriam for James Franco. I mean, he did fall down a hole. It was in 127 hours. That was him, wasn't it? I probably. I don't know. Did he cut his arm off? Is that the one? That's the one. Yeah, too bad he didn't do it in real life. Wow. (laughs) Wow. James Franco is a piece of dirt. You're entitled to your opinion. No, it's not. Podcast people, people who watch this later on Twitch, tell me I'm right. Because I am. Let's be honest. James Franco is a hot piling steam of crap. I don't know enough to form a proper opinion on the man and his morals, but I've enjoyed his work. I will say Google that. Google is free. It is. Try it sometime. Anyway. All right. So that movie had way too many problems. One, mm-hmm. Venom. Is he a hero? A villain? An he evil? Was, he was just... A douche. He was was a douche. Okay. (laughs) Now, the new Venom they've done with Tom Hardy kind of explains Venom better. I can get behind that Venom. This Venom was like, okay, let's make Tobey Maguire evil. Okay. It's kind of like making Mr. Rogers evil. You can't do it. Tobey Maguire, no matter how evil he dances and how much he struts, everyone knows the dude is going to be good. Yeah, that was... He's like the Mr. Rogers of Spider-Man. I think the people were mistaking cringe for evil. And that was cringe. That's like... 2007 was a year for cringe. It was. And then the Sandman. Are we supposed to root for him because of his daughter? Are we not supposed to root for him? Are we supposed to hate him, love him, disembowel him? What are we supposed to do with this guy? I don't know. I felt bad. I'm like, oh, he's got a daughter and he cares for his kid. But then he's just like... He's like, oh, I have this backstory, but then I'm not going to really acknowledge or play with it further. Yeah, the backstory doesn't matter. We'll just we'll just use special effects to make him look like Sand. And now he's going to be in the new Spider-Man movie. Yes. So let's see if they bring back the same guy or if they're going to do somebody different. Don't know about that yet. I feel like they're just going to keep him as Big Sand. Big Sand? You think Big Sand. He's just going to show that's up. That's his a, street name, Big it's gonna Sand. Be like, it's going to be like Baywatch, but just the bay just just the bay just the bay no watching and we're watching slow motion oh yeah jiggling up and down just watch that sand like the crab coming out of the sand you see the sand he has crabs wow I don't know about his personal life I don't know either I mean where there's sand there's critters but Venom is horrible not the movie you're going back to the character you mean I'm going to the Topher Grace Venom Topher Madness. Topher Madness needs to never act in a superhero movie again. No matter how much money they offer him. Topher, if you're listening to this, Topher, listen, listen, okay? Just say no. No. What kind of name is Topher? I don't know. I think his parents were on meth. (laughs) It sounds a lot like Gopher. They're like, what's their favorite animal? Dude, I'm like Gopher. Santa Gopher, but like yeah, he's born he's on Groundhog gonna, Day. He's got a T on his forehead. I can say it's glowing. That's you know that's a sign from God. Let's name him Topher. Topher. What the heck is wrong with people? It's like Gwyneth Paltrow. Let's name my daughter Apple. Are you stupid? Yes, <laughs> Did you she actually name her daughter Apple. Apple Paltrow. Apple. Oh. Apple! At least Robert Williams, he's a comedian, names his daughter Zelda. It's a little funny. Let's go with that, it. That was a proper name, at least. But let's look at 
Gwyneth Paltrow, I'm serious. I can tell you how to be healthy by steaming things that shouldn't be steamed. But, hey, let's name my daughter Apple. Trust me, I own a company named Goop. You know, it's good when it's called Goop. Right? That's what my podiatrist says. Really? You see a podiatrist a lot. You might want to get that checked. Do you know what a podiatrist is? Isn't it a, a foot doctor? It, it, at least he knows what it is. I didn't know if it was something else. He, like, <laughs> he says he's a podiatrist. He tends to my pods. Yeah, he does. He tends to my inner parts with his finger. And, and he tells me it smells like chicken. He says the pods are intact. Uh-huh. They'll yes, be ready for takeoff. Yes, they are. This is an interesting episode for this podcast. I have no idea where we're going with this. <laughs> All right. Next one. The last one, which is, which totally just fits the curve. Oh, it does. Oh, yeah. I did this one on purpose. Beaches. 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 With Starring. Bette Midler. With Bette Midler. All right. Tell me about beaches for you, and then I'm going to go all mushy. So. Yes. So, from what I know about you and from what you've told me, Beaches for you was an emotional movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I tried. I watched it. It wasn't a bad movie. He it has was, no soul, people. It was okay. He has no soul. I, I tend to cry a lot during emotional movies. Like I'm he, a sap. He cries at like the drive-in, a drive-through when they don't get his fries right. No, I don't. Oh, you, I asked for curly fries. They gave me straight fries. Oh my God, I'm losing my mind. I don't cry at that. I get mad. I love you. Okay. <laughs> I throw my number just at random people. <laughs> I didn't cry at beaches. He I, sucks as a human being. I teared up because I felt bad for the daughter, but that was it. I didn't actually, I didn't actively cry. I'm like, I couldn't relate to the two main characters. Okay. So if you haven't seen beaches, all the other ones are, you can see easy. Beaches is a little... Dramatic. Okay, 1980s movie. Mm-hmm. Bette Midler played originally the child that played Bette Midler, Mayim Bialik from Big Bang Theory. Yep. Also played Blossom later on. Okay. Blossom? Two, Blossom, the TV show in the 80s. Dude, you were so young. I'm not, is, I'm not, I know shows from the 80s, just not all of them. I don't know Blossom. Blossom. Her best friend's name was Six. And Joey Lawrence was Joey Lawrence was her brother. Why do I name the, Why do I know the name Joey Lawrence? Well, he started in a TV show. Started with Nell, which was a, a crazy show with a black lady, and he she was like the housekeeper. But anyway, Joey Lawrence is an actor. Okay, he's in a bunch of shows too. Anyway, to Mamby Alex slash Bette Midler's character. Okay, she's on the boardwalk. She's tap dancing. Finds this rich little brunette girl who later we find out is a gender. Anyway, um, brunette girl who's lost on the beach. Oh, she's lost. Oh. Out out of place. Out of place. She doesn't belong there, does she? She looked like... She, she looks like a lost puppy who just got run over. No, she didn't even look like she was run over. She looked like she was... She was sad and pathetic. Not sad and pathetic. She was, you could tell easily, like, not daddy's money kind of a rich girl, but... My daddy has money, like, kind of a rich girl, and you see her walking the Cape, the Atlantic City boardwalk. Yes, under the boardwalk. Um, they we're seeing that under they the boardwalk. Are. Under the boardwalk. That's a great song, by the way. I know. 
Out of the sun. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Bette Miller's girly young lady character mm-hmm. finds her. She's like, I'm lost. I don't know where to go. And she's like, where, where do you got to go? Toots. Yeah. You know, first she brings her to her audition, sings, you know, that's the story of, that's the glory of love. Yeah, it's, it's, then the hand-walking queer walks in, <laughs> wins the show, wins the gig. The hand-walking queer is not a slur. That was an actual line from the film. You, you watch the movie, tell me if I'm wrong. If, if I've na- mislabeled somebody... Yell at me later. I was there. The girl was. Her name was the hand-walking queer. That's what they called her. It was the 80s. It was a different time. We could call people that, and no one was triggered. It was great. Everyone was too on drugs to be triggered. Hey. It was the 80s. Drugs aren't bad unless you take them. Drugs aren't bad unless they're pharmaceutical. Yeah, yeah, we won't go there. I don't want to get (laughs) shut down already. Um, Big Pharma comes down on Twitch channel. Oh, my Lanta. Um, anyway, become Biffles. Mm-hmm. They write each other with letters, not email. There was no email back then. It was called letters. You write with pens and envelopes. And quills and inks and, quills ho- and Hodor. Inks. And then, then you send it with a pony and you go across the country. No. So they wrote each other letters. They were pen pals for like 20 years. Finally, Whitney leaves her family, mm. moves out. Whitney being the rich girl. Being the rich girl. Leaves everything. Goes to New York and finds CC, which is Pat Miller's character's name. And they live in an apartment in New York where they have no heat and they're poorer than poor. And they grow into friends and then they hate each other, then they're friends again, then they hate each other, then they're friends again. Lo and behold, Whitney has a child. Quits married, has a child. The husband cheats on her. She leaves him. Mm-hmm. Child is born. All of a sudden, mommy doesn't feel well. No. Mommy don't feel good. Then all of a sudden, mommy falls down, doesn't get up. Mommy has cancer. It wasn't cancer. It was like a heart condition. Yeah. But, you know, hearts are kind of important. We'll say heart condition. I think it was cancer or AIDS, and they just were trying to. I watched it last week. It was a heart condition. I know, but I'm thinking it probably it was the AIDS. Could have been AIDS, and they just called it a heart condition because she was rich. Yeah. Go with the conspiracy. That's what she I was tried rich, to do. Yeah. You know, she was a rich kid, so eight. Hey, you know, heart condition instead of AIDS. Anyway, they go back to the beach. Cece's watching the child playing with the child, and mommy dies on the beach. Anyway. The whole point of the movie is two best friends, no matter how many times you hate each other, you come back because you're friends, you're family. Like me, I have a million gajillion people that are my quote-unquote friends. I see them like once a decade, but I know if something happened... You're there for them. I'm there for them. Mm-hmm. Like I had a friend not too long ago, some stuff came up. I went and bought her family dinner. Why? Because she needed something. Not a lot, just something. She didn't ask me, hey, uh, Richard, uh... Can you uh, buy me a dinner? No. What she said is... She um, sounds like she smokes a few packs a day. She's had a rough day. Okay. I, I need you to buy me dinner, Richard. It's been a long, hard week. Okay. Her mom ended up in the hospital. Mm-hmm. She's been crazy at work. Her kids are you know, kids. And COVID and life sucks. And you know what? I talked to my wife and said, hey, I really like to do this. And she's like, okay. So I did it. I didn't say, hey, uh, you okay if I uh, buy you dinner? She's like, I said, I'm buying you dinner. What do you want? 
She's like, you don't have, I said, shut up. What do you want? That's not an option on the menu. What do you want? And then she's like, well, whatever. I'm like, no, what do you want? And so I made sure she got dinner, even though she was going to fight me on wanting dinner. I don't care because I'm stubborn and I'm good at it. So anyway, beaches reminds me of that. It's, you know, when you have that real close piffle, the person who's been to hell and back with you, you kind of are there for them, even if it's horrible. Your hard. sister from another mister, your brother from another mother. Your friend from the other end. That just sounds dirty. It's only dirty if you let what it be. What is wrong with you? A lot. I think you need therapy. Oh, I do. I know that. I can't afford to pay for it, though. Oh, I'm not asking you to. Oh, my Lanta. So here's the deal, guys. I'm going to try this Twitch thing, and I might have Jack come back. I might have other people come back. I would love to come back. I'm having I, a blast. I'm thinking the next one we do, I'll have Jack back one more time. Because the next one... Is going to be on Christmas traditions and why we have them and what is so impressive about them. Because to me, there's like, we do a lot of traditions in this household. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'll let you in on some of them. We get a real Christmas tree. Now, you might be like, well, doesn't everybody get a real Christmas tree? Now, listen, guys. I'm really allergic to pine trees. Do you know what Maine is known for? Pine trees. Here's the thing, too. Every year we get a real Christmas tree. And every year I break out in hives. My nose gets clogged. I can't swallow. I can't sleep. I get migraines for about 30 days. Do you know why? Why do you think that is? I'm thinking allergies. To what? Pine? And what is sitting about 12 feet away from us as we speak? A tilted pine tree. A tilted pine tree because our pine tree this year is fat. It's not like it's thick. It's like, it's like, um, Thick with three C's and four K's and an exclamation point. Okay. We're talking talking, there's something wrong with this tree. And the thickness is more on one side than the other. And the best part is I think right now the way the thickness is leaning is actually closer to you. Yes. Currently. It's it's like, come to me. Let me kill you slowly. So like last night I'm sitting in the living room. Yes, you are. I'm watching a football game. You were. I was. It was a good game. By the end of the game, my eyes are watering. Now, it's not because I'm crying, because the Patriots are winning, so I'm not crying. It could be tears of joy. I I don't, yeah. Uh, My eyes are watering. Mm -hmm. I got the mothy, frothy tongue, okay? The dry mouth. The cotton mouth. The cotton mouth. I was trying not to be, you know, racist, cotton, you know, picking cotton. I don't know if that was cotton. I always thought it was related to the snake. I don't probably. I don't know. Oh. You're smarter than I am. But Ooh. so I'm looking, I'm looking, going, hmm. I can either watch the post game or go to my room and try to breathe. So I decided to go in my room and try to breathe. These are the things we do. Now, my wife, I love her. She would probably get a fake tree if I said, hey, honey, I think we should get a fake tree. She doesn't, or I don't, because I have these kids and grandkids, and I love you all. I don't love Josh that much, or Bobby, but the rest of them I like. Um, One of them's my wife. Yeah, well, you know what? She's like top ten. I guess I'll take it. With all the people that you think, that I I think, you think, I think, we We think, think. We think that are my children. Top ten's not bad. I mean, uh, yeah, that's a good, like, top 20%. Yeah. So, 
we have a, we have new kids here. We have, you know, we have kids that are younger, kids that are older. We have kids of all ages, kids of all sizes. We have grandkids. We have dog kids. We have, okay. They like the real tree. They like going and cutting down the tree. So what does that mean? That means mm-hmm. I go and get a tree. Now there's worse traditions we have. <laughs> a lot worse. And I'm thinking... Yeah, we could do it this Sunday. This Sunday? This Sunday after church. We don't have we have church, right? We yeah, we this Sunday we do. And we have no football games, so I have nothing to do. We could spend like an hour and do this. Okay. So like Sunday at noon, we could do this. Mm-hmm. And then I could post it on the podcast and we get do two in a two in a five days span. Yeah. A little Christmas treat. But here's what I need from you. From me. Yeah, I'm giving him an assignment, everybody. Okay. The teacher strikes back. I need you to oh, tell no. me the Doylestown Brown traditions. Oh, gladly. Now, I don't want to hear about your make-believe sister. I want your father, your mother, your grandparents. Mm-hmm. The other person, I don't think she exists. Never met her. You haven't met her, but she does exist. Yeah, okay. Just like the abominable snowman. Well, we haven't met him, so we can't say. And the border, and Joe Biden's brain, Wait, and Kamala Harris's tenacity, huh? What came after the border? Oh, the border. I the thought border. Said, I thought you said a border. I'm like, are we getting uber political right now? We no, we're not gonna get. Well, we we could. <laughs> that would go bad for me. Well, actually, it'd go bad for him because we'd be here for another two hours and the first minutes. and last. Twitch episode. I get for banned the category from Twitch. Mistake. I get banned from Twitch after one episode. Yes. All right. So here's what I need you to do, Josh. I know you're either listening or you're going to later. I need you to share this with all your friends or the people that say they're your friends. Hi, mom. Your mom? Yeah, I told her. I told her I'd be on this. Who's your mom? My. You've met my. I mother. know your. But what's her name? Jennifer. Did she have a Twitch thingy? She does not have a Twitch. She'll be listening on Spotify. Spotify. All right. So, Jennifer, Miss Brown, Mrs. Brown. She is still happily married. Yes. I saw that on Facebook. That's a positive. If it's on Facebook, it's official. Mrs. Brown, share this with everybody. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, Mrs. Brown, I need you, if you get to listen to this this week, make sure Jack gets these traditions right. Because when you hear it again... (laughs) If he screws it up, I want you to call him out. She will. Okay, because let's let's be mm-hmm. honest. If if I know you would, mom. When he's when he, when he screws up the traditions, I need someone to call him out because I won't have a clue. I have so many traditions. I gotta have to make a list. I have to check with my wife. Check it twice. Gotta find out who's naughty or nice type deal. Okay, because I am horrible at remembering everything. He says that with his newly graying beard. Yeah, you know, people looking online. About six months ago, my wife said, hey, oh, you want to, you can not shave and grow a beard. Now, we've been married 27 years next week, okay? 27 years. Congratulations. Never wanted me to have this. Yeah. All of a sudden, she's like, well, honey, if you want to grow it out. Now, she does tell me later, it's because she thought I would grow it out and I'd hate it, so then... I would shave it and never ask again. I didn't do that. Then I shaved it just for giggles. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, I liked you better with a beard. 
It was, so I, I, I've for all the time that I've known you, I've known you without a beard. I'm like, okay, that's just him. No beard, that's fine. That's him. I'm not gonna judge. Not my story. Not my body. Whatever. I see you with the beard. I'm like, I like the beard. I think you should keep the beard. I come back. You don't have the beard. I'm like, you really should have kept the beard. Well, I did it because the two younger kids we have, mm-hmm. um, they said, oh, no, no, he looks better without the beard. So I shaved the beard. And like, ah, yeah, you look better with the beard. So everybody tells me I look better with the beard. Now, my students who are listening, you saw me with a beard a little bit last year. Mm-hmm. And, and if I if you were at the school when I visited you this year, I have it. But I'm getting very gray. Like next year I could play Santa because I've got about a goatee of gray and I blame it on my children, like your wife. I blame it on her. She is one of your children. She does break things and then panics and calls us. She does panic. I'm not a fan of panicking. Neither am I. I'm really good at it, though. I really should be a professional panicker. I think I am a good reason. Not a, I wouldn't say a good she, reason. He's a good reason that she panics. No, I, I was going to say, I think I am definitely a reason my mother has gone gray. I That's... I was going to point at him, too. Ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, I have not been a perfect child. Really? Yeah, I know. Well, I know because they you... They just know, met me, and I'm already letting them down. You didn't like beaches, so you couldn't have been a perfect child. I didn't child. say I didn't like you it. You are a horrible human being. I like, never said... You did not cry uh, at beaches. Yeah, I never cried at it. I you know never what? said I didn't like it. I thought you know it was what? all right. You know what? What? Loser. You're just a loser. I've been called worse. Your mom. She is a nice lady. She is, so I really can't call you that because you're not nice. Because yeah. you didn't cry at peaches. I bet your mom cried at peaches. I bet if she did watch it, she probably would cry at it. I bet your dad would cry at peaches. Possibly. But your grandparents would too? Your fake know. sister? No. My grandmother, my my grandfather probably wouldn't. How about your fake sister? She wouldn't watch it. Does she cry at anything? I don't think so. I don't either. <laughs> you know why? you don't think she exists. She's not real. I think she exists. A fake person can't cry. They can if you try hard enough. A fake person can cry? Oh, yeah. What if you identify as not fake or fake? I identify as a fake unicorn Abercrombie and Fitch supermodel named Steve. I think you can't do that unless you're legally sponsored by Abercrombie and Fitch because we're going Abercrombie, to corporate territory. If you want to sponsor me, if I will you take, actually I will take your money and I will wear your your clothes. I will not smell like your store because I like breathing, but I will take every dollar bill you send my way. If you somehow manage to pull a sponsor from Abercrombie and Fitch all because you said, I identify as a fake unicorn, Abercrombie and Fitch, gremlin, whatever it was. Supermodel after, named Steve. Yes. If you manage to pull a sponsor out of that, I don't even know. I'm amazing. I never said you weren't. I mean, look at me. If you're looking on Twitch, I'm a specimen. If you're looking online, don't worry about looking I'm a up. specimen. Okay. Trust me. What a general term. Specimen. Okay. If you're one of my students, ew, I'm a specimen. Okay. I'm just a, your teacher. Okay. What about the specimen and the specimen women? I'm a specimen. Uh, hmm. thing. Yeah, it works. Spessa they? They them? We thee? He she? 
I'm not I don't know what I identify. Wumbo Jumbo? Can someone explain to me how to identify myself? That's how you feel. I, I don't know how I feel. I feel hungry. Do I, so I do identify as hungry? Temporarily. I could be... Wait, I got it. I am a cis male, unicorn-loving, JoJo Siwa-listening, Adele worshiper, Taylor Swift wannabe, Ed Sheeran-hating, hungry individual who likes dogs. Okay, but on a more serious note, what does cis mean? C-I-S. What does that actually mean? I've never learned. I think that means I'm a straight white male. You all in the world of Twitch and not Twitch and podcasts, let me know what cis... I just assume it means I'm a straight guy. If I'm not... If cis means I'm not a straight guy, I need to tell my wife because I've been lying to her for a long time and I need to fix it. Okay. Now, sometimes I talk like I'm not, but that's because I like talking that way because it's fun for me. And you know, that's okay. It is. It's okay. I like to talk like this sometimes. Hello. Yeah. He's he's a little weird, guys. So, all right. So this ends our stream slash podcast. It does. Thank you so much, Jackie. Yeah. Jackie Onassis. Jacqueline Brown. What a woman. Jackie John, Onassis. Jackie Onassis is a horrible human being. <laughs> we can save that for another episode. That will definitely be a podcast. All the horrible people in history. Because I'll tell you right now, Jackie Onassis, top 10 worst first ladies of all time. Maybe number two. I know very little about first ladies. He's not that smart. That was funny. Mm-hmm. I have students who listen to this. Yeah. And they know more than you do. Well, maybe it's because you taught them that. Have you thought about that? No. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. So I'm going to end our podcast and then I'll come back to Twitch to end that. Oh. So Twitch people, hold on. We're multitasking. Okay. So this is Richard Mariello for the Category Mistake Podcast. I will talk to you all soon.